What's up, what's up, what's up, teammates? Michael from Winning to Wealth here, and this is Money Talk Monday number 33. So going back to when we were dating, Taylor and I talked about pretty much everything, like from our favorite colors and our favorite snacks to some deeper conversations like our religious views and politics and things like that. And it felt like we had everything covered as we approached our wedding day, but somehow it was still a bit of a shock when we found out we had $61,000 worth of debt while on our honeymoon. And it was then that I think we both realized that money was the one area that we hadn't really fully touched in depth. So as I really thought back on the totality of our financial journey this week, I thought of a few money topics that we and all you other couples out there should be discussing while dating. Let's talk about it. had a relatively short engagement. Like I proposed in August and we were married in October. And so during those two months, we'd spent countless hours talking about and planning all of these wedding details and hardly any time planning our financial future together. Now, we all know that the statistics say the leading cause of divorce is money fights. And it's my belief that we can avoid a lot of these money fights by simply just having more conversations about money and better conversations about money while we're dating instead of talking about things like Skittles and naming imaginary kids. So the first money conversation I think that every couple should have before they get married is around their childhood money experiences. And there's a reason I ask this question often in my guest interviews. Because as much as we don't like to admit it, our childhoods have a big impact on our behaviors as adults. And so knowing these influences can give you insight into why your partner or even you behaves a certain way. So, for example, did they see one parent handle everything and now they have that expectation coming into this relationship? Or were you always told yes, so now you don't know how to say no to yourself? Or maybe it was the opposite. So, for example, I hardly ever got name brand things when I was a kid. So as an adult, once I started making my own money, I spent a lot of money on that name brand stuff to kind of make up for that lack in my childhood. Having this type of knowledge is going to help you understand your partner better, and it's going to help you be more patient as you work together to replace some of the toxic money behaviors that we all have with good money behaviors. And not only that, knowing each other's backgrounds can help you decide together which behaviors you witness that are good and those that are important to keep and which ones you don't want to repeat in your own household. So have the money conversation surrounding your childhood money experiences. The second money conversation that every couple should have before they get married is the discussion around your most important financial goals. It's hard to cultivate financial unity in a marriage when you have competing goals. So maybe you want to save for a house first, but he has always dreamed of buying a boat once he got a good paying job. Or maybe you want to go back to school, but her top goal is a newer car. Laying out your top three to five financial priorities and discussing them together before you're married will help you both come into agreement on what's most important in your relationship. And it's going to help you start to prioritize the actions you need to take to reach those goals. 
Another reason this is important is because you want to ensure that your partner actually has some financial goals before you're married. And if they don't, this is a great way to get them thinking about those goals. My recommendation for this is that you both sit down separately and list out maybe three to five of your top financial goals. Swap list, then take a few days to review each other's goals and compare them with yours. And then from there, you come back together and have a discussion where you talk about what your top money priorities should be as a married couple. The third conversation every couple should have before they're married is around how much you both earn. Good planning is hard when you don't have all the details. And I know asking someone that you're dating about their income can be terrifying, but walking into a marriage with a financial blindfold on is even worse. You need to know what you're getting yourself into from a salary perspective, especially if you have goals and dreams that are super important to you because those things affect your ability to achieve your goals and you don't want to have any resentment towards your spouse as the relationship progresses. And another important component of this conversation is their career arc. So maybe they're earning a less than ideal salary today, but there's a super strong potential that they'll make more later. I've already shared on another episode how shortly after Taylor and I started dating, I got into sales and I got my first sales job. And that year I made less than like 30K. But I knew that I had the drive and the desire to earn more. And I knew that as I got better at sales, I would earn more. So fast forward to last year, which is like exactly 10 years later, and I was making over $100,000 still working in sales. Meanwhile, on the other hand, Taylor's salary as a teacher has remained relatively consistent, and I knew that would be the case coming into our marriage. So having this knowledge allowed both of us to set better short-term and long-term goals together before and during our marriage. So it's important to know how much both of you earn. Sit down, have the conversation, and lay everything out there. The fourth money conversation that every couple should have before they're married is around your spending and saving habits. So in addition to income, it's important to know how much of that income your partner spends and how much they save or invest. Like, are they in love with high dollar fashion and they shop every chance they get? Or would they rather grab a few nice quality items at a much lower price and save more money? This is important because your partner's spending habits are going to have a huge impact on your ability to reach your goals. So you need to understand how well they save and how much they spend before you're married. Having this conversation will also reveal if your partner can create and follow a monthly spending plan or if they're even willing to. Talking through this step can paint a clearer picture of both your financial strengths and your weaknesses individually, while also pointing out the areas where you're both aligned and where you need to sacrifice a little bit once you're married. So share your spending plan and talk about the process you both have for making spending decisions and how much you save and how those habits can affect your money as a couple. It's super, super important because it's going to have a huge impact on your goals. And knowing these things before you're married is going to eliminate so many money fights later. Number five on the list of important money conversations that every couple needs to have is the net worth conversation. Your net worth is the greatest way to measure the quality of your financial decisions. What that means is if you're consistently making good financial choices, 
your net worth is going to increase. And if you're consistently making poor financial choices, your net worth is going to decrease. So sit down with your partner, talk about the trajectory of your net worth. Is it going up? Is it going down? Before you get married, talk through the assets both of you own, like checking and savings accounts, your investment accounts, and any real estate holdings. Then from there, lay out all the debt you have from car loans to student loans to credit cards to that one time you borrowed 10K from your great aunt or whatever. It's also a great idea for you both to pull your credit reports before you get married and discuss your credit scores and history as credit can have a huge impact on certain goals like buying a house and your credit report can actually keep you from good jobs. So it's really important that you have this net worth conversation, um, not just to measure the caliber of their financial choices, but so you can see how, again, these things are gonna impact the big goals that you have for yourself and the goals that you have for as a couple and what you can do to start correcting these habits and these uh, past decisions. The sixth conversation every couple should have before they get married is the conversation of whether or not you're going to combine finances. Now, there are so many people that believe that finances should be combined after marriage. However, for their own personal reasons, some people believe the best way to manage finances in a relationship is to keep things separate. It's important to know where your partner stands on this conversation before you say, I do. When we had this talk, we decided that it was important for us to combine finances. However, we also decided that we would both get a set amount of spending money every month to do whatever we please, no questions asked. This has eliminated a lot of the little petty money fights that often happen in marriage over one of our spending habits. Now, if you decide to keep things separate, then you need to decide how you'll share and divide the financial responsibilities of your household once you're actually married. And as you have this conversation, it's also a good time to get your partner's views on a prenup. Whatever you decide, it's important that you both are in full agreement and that you have a clear understanding of just how much transparency and communication you expect from one another. The last thing you want to deal with is financial infidelity, which is where one spouse intentionally lies to or misleads the other spouse about certain financial habits or ideals. This can lead to some pretty big, huge, nasty problems in your marriage that really neither of you want to deal with. So sit down, have the discussion on whether or not you want to combine finances, talk about prenups, all those important things. Now, last but certainly not least on the list of money conversation every couple should have before they're married is the conversation of whether or not one of you has financial obligations towards anyone else. Now, this could be kids from a previous relationship. You could be paying alimony to an ex-spouse or just a relative that you're supporting who maybe fell on hard times. So I know when we got married, Taylor didn't know that I had family members that I would send money to on a pretty regular basis. This wasn't a huge problem, but it was something that she didn't fully understand. And it led to some disagreements that could have been avoided by just having the conversation up front. If you're in the position that I was in, it's important to realize that your spouse is now your top financial priority. Like, But this doesn't mean that you just cut everyone else off on your wedding day, but it does mean that you should listen to your spouse and respect their opinion on the matter. Because again, your marriage, your household, your family should be your number one priority. So if you have financial obligations uh, from for a spouse, kids, relatives, friends, anything like that, it's important to disclose that up front so that neither one of you is blindsided 
once those direct deposits start rolling into a joint account and you're sending money out for something else that they had no idea what's going to happen. So talk about these things. So now that you know what conversations you need to have, here's what you should know about how to bring these topics up. The first thing you need to know is you need to let your partner know you want to have these talks and then schedule them. The worst thing you can do is ambush somebody about the money. Money is deeply personal and it's super emotional. So explain that it's important for you both to know where the other is and that you'd like to create some time to discuss these things together. Now, keep in mind, you don't have to have all these conversations at one time either. Break them up so it's not overwhelming to either you or your spouse. The next thing you need to know is don't judge or get defensive. Like I said, money is deeply personal, it's emotional, and our habits could be the result of cultural and family traditions. So resist the urge to judge your partner during these conversations. And also try not to get defensive when your partner asks you questions or makes suggestions about your habits. Create a space where you both can be as open and honest as necessary in the most respectful way possible. And last but not least, don't be afraid to hire a professional. Figuring this out on your own can be tough and even intimidating. Just know that there's absolutely nothing wrong with bringing in a third set of eyes to take a look or even just facilitate the conversation. It doesn't mean that you failed. It just means that your desire to get money right in your relationship is greater than your ego. So if you enjoyed this episode, all I ask is that you do two things. The first is reach up and tap the subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. What this is going to do is notify you when there's a new Money Talk Monday or a guest interview on Wednesdays so that you can stay up to date and keep being inspired on your wealth building journey. So reach up and tap the subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. Once you've done that, head over to my private Facebook group and share your thoughts on this episode. Was there something you wish you had talked about with your partner before marriage that maybe I didn't mention? I want to hear it. Or maybe you're in a relationship and you found this info super helpful. Let me know. Your feedback helps me know what topics you enjoy hearing about. And when I know what's helping you, I can create more content, do more interviews around those topics. But that's all I ask. Hit the subscribe button and then head over to winningtowealth.com slash teammates and let me know your thoughts in my private Facebook community. But hey, thanks for checking out another Money Talk Monday. Until we talk again, keep racking up those wins one at a time. Take care.